0: Transmission is incoming for Tuna Sandwich. Transmission, there's a message from Tuna Sandwich. Hello and welcome to Tuna Sandwich. This is a story about depression, cats, and an unlikely redemption story found in both a field of literal and perceived snakes. There was a time once in the tuna sandwich timeline where I had the SADs real bad. And I'm not talking about seasonal affective disorder, although I'm pretty sure I had that too once whilst living in London. After 10 years, the SADs finally crept up, and I purchased a SAD lamp. And guess what? It was broken when it arrived. So yeah, that didn't help me in any way. If anything, that just made me more sad. But I've also had the sads where you're crying in a lot of different places. The bed, the couch, and always with my cat next to me for emotional support. I was put on a regiment of anti-crying medication, of which the results could be called somewhat unsatisfactory. Sure, I wasn't crying in the bath anymore, but I also wasn't doing anything else either because those anti-sad meds kind of rob you of all your emotions, the good and the bad. So you kind of feel like a meatbag just wandering through life. Is this living? No, it is not. So I decided I would come off the sad meds and try and sort out my broken brain through other means. But first, I was going to go on a little vacay and get away from my problems and reset. And even though my sad brain might be broken, my organisational brain is always on and wanting to over-deliver. I'm going to stay up all night folding these underpants. How about we organise these books in order of the date at which you acquired them? So my organisational skills kicked in and I packed so that I could wake up at the crack of dawn for my stupid early morning flight and be ready to go within 10 minutes. Underpants. Tick. Mascara. Tick. Tick right next to the toothpaste for ease of application. Just don't get ready in the dark and put toothpaste on your eyelids by accident. My antidepressants were laid out on the table next to a glass of water, so I could just gulp and go. And that's when I learnt a brand new fact that morning. I learnt that cats like to eat antidepressants. And in fact, they love it. According to Reddit forums on the topic of my cat ate my antidepressants, Those adorable little idiots are out there eating antidepressants all the time. And suffice to say, antidepressants, they are not good for cats. And in fact, it can be lethal for them and they might die. I sensed something was wrong during the night when my cat was hovering over my head, panting in my face incessantly. And whilst the hovering could be considered normal, the panting was definitely new. And that is when I realised that he was overdosing on antidepressants. I had to, in the middle of the night, quickly take him to the vet in the hopes that they could save him. I didn't know how I was going to cope if he didn't make it. I still had to catch that plane for my stupid trip, and I almost didn't go. Because at no point when booking a trip do you think, are these events that I'm setting in motion going to accidentally kill my cat? But luckily at the time, I had a boyfriend who was willing to step in for a few days as my standby cat hospice worker and keep me in the loop of every minute of his recovery journey, So that I could still go on my dumb trip. And you know what? That trip was not enjoyable. But I kept up the illusion of enjoyment. Well, as much as my emotionless dead heart could muster. Because when you have a broken brain, people want to try and cheer you up with activities. Which is how I ended up walking through a field of snakes whilst visiting some rock wallabies. I was dropped off at the rock wallabies and told to just walk through that field over there and you'll find me at my friend's house. Because even though people want to do the nice thing by curing your depression with activities, they don't actually want to do the activities with you. And to be honest, the rock wallabies were really nice. So small, so cute, so much more enjoyable than I had anticipated. But eventually, after realising under no amount of scheming or trickery could I catch a rock wallaby and bring it home with me, It was time to go. Then I realised that the field I had to walk through was a field of knee-high grasses and rocks. AKA snake paradise. One thing I hadn't mentioned yet in this story is that I had decided on the plane that I would stop taking antidepressants. Which is not advised. I didn't want anything to do with them if they would be responsible for killing my cat So I threw them all in the bin and quit cold turkey, which is incredibly stupid and not advised by anyone and never ever do that. But hey, I hadn't got this far in my life by making smart decisions. If you've not come off antidepressants before, let me tell you this, the feeling is not great. Your mind is rewiring itself and creating new synapses that are manifesting as maladies in the physical world. To take one step forward on even ground is to feel like you've fallen through a hole with the shock and dizziness that would accompany such a thing. And now I'm stuck in a field in the middle of nowhere with the rock wallabies and not a single person on the horizon and only an enormous field stretching out before me that must be traversed if I want to go home. As I said, it's only me, the rock wallabies and my feeble brain coming up with solutions. To get me out of this place without having to walk through that field of snakes. But in the end, I had no option. I had to go. I called upon my minimal amounts of snake knowledge, and all I could remember was that snakes hear through vibrations and will slither away, and that if a snake is coming after you, you are supposed to run in a zigzag motion to confuse it. So it was with these two survival techniques that I decided to stomp through the field making as much noise with my feet as possible walking in a zigzag motion. Unfortunately, as I'm coming down off antidepressant withdrawal, taking a simple step forward was enough to make me dizzy and off balance. But I had to stomp through this field. Oh yeah, and I'm also wearing flip-flops, which is the most useless footwear you can ever wear under the threat of literal and perceived snakes. I figured if I was bitten and died in that field then that's just the Alanis-Morissette irony of the situation. It's like coming after your antidepressant antidepressant and then get a bit by a snake snake and dying in a field. But I did it. I stomped through that field my head feeling like it was going to explode and that I was going to fall over headfirst into the dust and be eaten alive by snakes. But I did it. I got to the other side and nobody was there to see that tremendous feat of courage I had just undertaken. And I sat there shaking with my mind shattered on the verge of collapse. But I did realise something sitting there on those snake rocks. I was going to be okay. I would come off the antidepressants properly, in a medically advised fashion, and I would be there to support me. I would take care of me. I had that strength inside of me the whole time. And great news, my cat survived too. Until next time, this is Tuna Sandra.